You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills, and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. In 2008, I gave up my 20-year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much was being sourced overseas, and I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that are still making in the UK. Since founding Make It British, I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in Britain, but that it's a thriving industry. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be chatting to inspiring British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering advice to product-based businesses that make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode number 248 of the Make It British podcast. Today, I'm joined by Sarah Turner, who is the founder of laundry brand Little Bow Sheep. What is a laundry brand, you're asking yourself? Well, you're going to have to wait and find out. Because before we get on to speaking to Sarah, I just want to tell you about the Make It British Christmas pop-up event, which is running on the weekend from the 2nd to the 4th of December. So it starts on the Friday finishes on the Sunday. That's the same weekend as Small Business Saturday. And we're doing that in partnership with online market platform Trestle. So during the course of the three days, we're going to have a jam-packed schedule chock full of live videos from our members and the opportunity to find British-made gifts. So if you're looking to give your friends and family British-made gifts this Christmas, we've got them all for you all in one place and you can meet the people that actually make them as well. So pop that one in your diary and I'll also put the link in the show notes for this podcast and make your Christmas a British made one this year. So now let's get on to that interview with Sarah from Little Bow Sheep when we're going to talk all things woolly and actually, spoiler, her products make the most amazing Christmas gifts. Here you go. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hi there. Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Those are very cuddly sheep you've got in the background there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, they're not They're not real, though, are they? <laughs> no, they are not. It's just an image. Brilliant. Well, thanks so much for joining me. So um, for those that don't know, tell them all about Little Bow Sheep. What is it that you make and how did the idea for your business come about? So Little Bow Sheep is the home of sheep-inspired laundry care made with British wool and lanolin. So we hand make felted soaps and wool laundry dryer balls. So I'll show you a felted soap. It's a wool-wrapped bar of lanolin soap and you use it with the wool on it lathers through like having a built-in flannel. Lasts for absolutely ages and replaces loads of plastic bottles in the shower. Um, and then we also have the, the wool laundry dryer balls, um, made of British wool, uh, and we use the right wool from the right breed of sheep, um, and they bounce around in your tumble dryer, they separate the layers of laundry so that air can circulate, and they naturally soften. So it replaces the need for dryer sheets and um, fabric softeners. Now, the idea for this one in particular came about when we moved um, our young family into a top floor flat and we had absolutely no drying space inside or outside. And the tumble dryer was just on all of the time and I was feeling really bad about the environmental impacts. So I invested in plastic spiky dry balls to speed up the process. But unfortunately, the noise was unbearable. And that's when I found out you could make them out of wool, uh, which not only are quieter, but are also much better for the environment. 
and I've got a set and I absolutely love them and they last forever because I think I've had my set a few years now. Yeah, they will last for years. Yeah, and you can scent them as well with different fragrances and then the heat from the dryer diffuses that scent around your laundry as well. So it's such an unusual product and it's such a kind of groundbreaking product because you've replaced plastic with a much more natural product. <laughs> Were you a wool felter yourself when you started the business? So maybe tell everyone how they're actually made because yeah. if you don't know about wool felting, you might not quite understand the kind of the, the artisanal process that goes into it. <laughs> so I've always been someone who likes crafting and doing things with my hands. Um, and so... When I came across needle felting, it just I just really enjoyed it. So basically you get a barbed needle and, and you stab it. And what it does is it, um, it effectively like sews the fibres to itself because it's got this barb in it. It pulls the fibres in and back out. So it basically mats it to itself. Um, you can do the same thing like in a wet felting process and that's why you can shrink uh, wool jumpers because you're effectively felting them. Um, to itself so this is solid this is solid wool um, and that is all just fused together so there's nothing to unravel because it is just solid wool they're brilliant it's very, so, it's very therapeutic actually yeah. so it's a bit you know like when you're stabbing it, it you know you can take your frustrations out from the day <laughs> brilliant how i mean you started making yourself how long does each one take to make and what did you do once the business started growing you can't be yes. sitting there all day stabbing at wool. No, so I used to do it mostly once the kids had gone to bed. And then we used to do little post office runs, like when they were up and combine it with the trip for a baby Chino. Um, <laughs> but um, I very, uh, very quickly started not just sitting down and making one ball in its entirety. So I would like make a batch of the balls and then design the face and, and that kind of thing and break it down into the component um, parts. Yeah, and do you do you have someone else helping you make them as well now? Yes, we do now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because, so, like I said, it literally started out being made to order on on Etsy. So when the order would come in, I'd make it and, and send it off. Um, and then, sort of as awareness spread and demand grew, we needed to grow the team. Um, and we've actually moved where we are now is um, in the old Wool Secretariat building in Ilkley, where all the wool used to come. So it feels very. Uh, very apt for what we're doing um and so we now have two full-time employees and a whole bunch of other fabulous felters that help out brilliant love it and they're all british wool as well aren't they so you're based in yorkshire you're at mm -hmm. the, uh, you know a, an original wool built building from the wool industry and you use british wool do you want to tell a little bit to people about what the benefits are of using british wool and a little bit more about the british wool industry yeah, sure. So obviously a lot of it is still based in and around Yorkshire, as I soon um, found out. But British um, British Wool has some of the highest animal welfare standards. Um, we practice low intensity farming compared to other sheep producing nations. And sheep also help maintain our countryside and improve our soil quality. So there are a lot of benefits from the British um, sheep, you know, wool and sheep industry, as well as supporting our local farmers. Um, also, you know, just from a really simple point of view, you are reducing you know, the air miles and carbon footprint by using something that is produced in this country and then sort of made in this country as well. Um, 
we've actually always used British Wool from the beginning, but last year um, we became a British Wool licensee, which means that we can display the shepherd's crook of British Wool on our products so that at a glance a customer can see that it's verified from British Wool. Brilliant. And do you get involved in things like Wool Week? I think it's Wool Month now, isn't it? Another it is, kind of yeah. woolly events. Yes. Um, so I went to the launch event at Salts Mill this year, but um, it was also a particularly special Wool Month for me because I joined the Worshipful Company of Woolmen during Wool Month, um, which means I can now drive my sheep over London Bridge, amongst other things. Yes, of course you can. <laughs> so you're a liveryman then of the City of London. I am, yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's one of the oldest livery companies, um, which used to oversee uh, wool standards in the industry, basically. Um, but the environmental credentials of wool are still as relevant today as they were in like the 12th century. Um, and the Charitable Trust supports research into wool related products, such as the Wool Innovation Prize that I won myself in 2019. Amazing. Are you ready to finally master your manufacturing and create profitable UK-made products? If so, I've got an exclusive training just for you. This training is for businesses that make in the UK or want to and who are interested in working with me in our British Brand Accelerator for creative small business owners who want to develop and sell profitable UK-made products. If your application is accepted, you'll receive a copy of my exclusive free private training on how to develop profitable UK-made products with ease. In the training, I go through my exact three-part framework that we use to help our clients successfully launch and grow their UK-made brands. And I'll show you exactly how it works along with all kinds of examples. I'll also explain everything you need to know about the Accelerator to ensure that we can truly help you to get the results that you're looking for. To apply for an invite to the British Brand Accelerator and get a copy of the training, go to katehills.co.uk forward slash apply. What was your background before actually? Were you in something wool related before you set up the business? Uh, no, I was a digital marketing manager for HSB and First Direct. <laughs> ah, that's why you're so good at marketing as well. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. That makes total sense. Slight so, career change. <laughs> <laughs> but then with your marketing hat on, then what can like you know, what can we do to raise the profile of British wool in particular, particularly at the moment when people are talking about lots of kind of sustainable and vegan materials, when yeah. actually there's so many amazing properties of of our own wool. Absolutely. And, you know, I didn't mention before, but like shearing is actually part of animal welfare for the sheep. And so it's a natural byproduct that's sustainable, biodegradable, hypoallergenic, antibacterial. It's strong, it actually provides UV protection. There's so many benefits of this amazing material. So that is definitely something that I've tried to, to you know, educate people on through various blog posts and, and talks and things that I've done. So there's that piece. And there's also various ways that wool can also replace a lot of the plastic that we're using. Because um, one of my objections with uh, some of the vegan stuff is that, you know, it is, it's using plastic and it isn't actually as natural in some respects, especially, you know, when it comes to replacing wool. You know, if you think about wool clothing, a lot of that is actually 
plastic and people just don't realize yeah that's yeah that's so true and it's yeah it's a, such a wonderful product i mean especially at a time at the moment when everyone's trying to cut down on their energy bills and yeah. doesn't necessarily want the tumble dryer have you ever done kind of tests on how much it cuts down the drying time if you're using one of your balls well only sort of anecdotally from from my own use um we're quite, I really like using TikTok. And um, so we've done a few little like how to save, how to save money on your laundry TikToks. Um, just like simple things like, um, you know, using the tumble dryer back to back. So you're reusing the heat, turning uh. your washing machine down, obviously using more dryables as a, as a hack. So there are various things that you, you can do to, you know, save, save a bit, you know, every penny in this current sort of, crisis um point um so yeah. love it yeah. your tiktok is fab actually just tell everyone <laughs> where they can find you on on tiktok because i think at the moment there's a lot of brands that we know who are like oh should i be on tiktok or shouldn't i they should just go for it shouldn't they because your tiktok does it take you long to do so much fun well it varies it, you know it does vary but we got into it as a family during lockdown it was sort of an activity for the kids Kids and I did. We had a little family accounts then, and it seemed obvious to you know get the sheep involved <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Brilliant. And do you think that brings you like people that brings you customers basically at the end of the day? Well, yeah, because people discover you through the for you page. So yeah, it's definitely and it's definitely an up and coming channel with a slightly younger demographic as well. So you know you've got to you've got to stay relevant to the different audiences. Yeah, but maybe for that for you, that's a good thing because if the younger demographic are living in flats or going to the laundrette mm -hmm. and using tumble dryers because they haven't got the space to hang stuff out up outside, then um, that's a good that's a good um, audience for you. And they Absolutely, are really yeah. cute your TikToks because you've got cute products. I mean, that is the benefit <laughs> of having a product that just looks so damn cute. Every time I look on your website, I'm like, oh, they're, they're just. <laughs> They're just fab. Have you ever thought about other products that you might add in to the range? Yeah, so um, we're always sort of trying to add to the flock. So <laughs> there is going to be a new organic range coming out next year. Um, I'm always looking to partner with different um, people to collaborate with um, because we usually do a limited edition um, to raise funds for the Rare Breeds Survival Trust and their work sustaining our native breeds because there are so many... We've got quite a big variety of native breeds in this country um, mm. and they just need our help. Um, and, yeah, I'm building on, like, the, the wool care, so products to look after your wool clothes um, to be able to wash them and re-analyse them and, and that kind of thing all in sustainable plastic-free packaging. Yeah, because I kind of think of you as being the laundry brand, like the British made. You are you are a laundry brand. You, you almost created your own little little niche. Um, yeah. Do you wholesale your products as well? Yeah. So you can find us in the likes of T-Bay and Gloucester Services um, and in the gift section of booths. Brilliant. Okay. Because Christmas, I would imagine, is a big time for you, a very giftable product. It is, yeah. We're very busy at this time of year, um, and we're currently um, we're currently giving people a lot of different gift ideas through our emails and our social media channels. Um, but we're kind of going we're going for the go green for Black Friday, in, both in terms of the sustainability of what you're gifting, but also sort of as you know taking a stand against Black Friday and the over commercialization as well. Yeah, I love it. Go green. 
for, for, for Black Friday. That's that's. I don't think I know any British brands that are doing a Black Friday discounting this year. I think it's everyone's now seen it for what it is and is coming up with other innovative ways. So I love that. So how yeah. can people get onto your newsletter list and find out more about you, Sarah? There is a sign-up button at the bottom of the homepage on our website, which is littlebowsheep.com. Um, or you can follow us on uh, the social media channels um, at Little Bow Sheep. Um, so we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Bow underscore Sheep. <laughs> Brilliant. And you've done a fantastic, I think you briefly mentioned it before, and you kind of didn't say how amazing <laughs> it was, that your <laughs> TED Talk that you've done on the benefits of, of wool versus plastic haven't you and we were talking a little bit more before um we started recording about uh how um how slick your presentation was for a ted talk what advice would you <laughs> give you. to anyone who's thinking i'd love to uh to be able to do a ted talk well i would say go for it um it's a, there is a lot of there's a lot of work involved before you get to those sort of however many minutes on the actual stage but it is it is uh well worth it it absolutely absolutely loved doing it you've had had thousands of views on it as well haven't you on youtube yes what, what, yeah remind everyone the title and i'll put the link so as well so that people can find it a magical material mm, and which yeah, it without truly spoiling is. it it is about wool so if you want to see my woolly knickers, <laughs> yes. follow the link. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Sarah, you've been such a fantastic guest on the show today. Is there anything else you want to tell everyone about wool or about your products before we go? Um, well, I don't, yeah, I'll go and watch the TED Talk because that will explain everything far better than I'll be able to articulate it right now. But I think this Christmas, it's really important to support our local small businesses, our local economies, ones that are driving demand for the things that are British. Um, and, and yeah, go green this Black Friday. Don't get sucked in. <laughs> oh, brilliant, Sarah. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for joining me today. A pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Friday, plus there's bonus episodes occasionally. Many of the interviews that you hear on series four of this podcast are also available to watch on our YouTube channel. You can find it by going to youtube.com forward slash make it British LTD. That's make it British with the letters LTD. Bye bye. Bye.